Just admit my faith is paper thin. I'm feeling so burned out on religion. I say an empty prayer. I say a tired song. I need to just admit that the passion's gone. And I Good morning. I'm guessing everyone knows what today is. It's uh, it's two Sunday, so today's uh, service is entirely controlled by the youth, and uh, so it'll be pretty interesting today. But uh, none of this really could have happened if it wasn't uh, Virginia for Virginia. So let's give her a round of applause. And uh, also, there's um, little red notebooks on the end of each row. If uh, we could get everybody to sign that, that would be pretty good. Um, So, yeah, I think my mom had some things to say about today. So, you want to come back up? I just wanted to tell the kids, um, we were scheduled to do something in Evansville today. We are not going to go to Evansville today. However, we are planning this wonderfully nutritious lunch here right after worship. We, were, uh, we will be having hot dogs grilled by Mr. John, macaroni and cheese, healthy potato chips, and healthy cupcakes and cookies. And then we will be very neatly working on the Chrismon ornaments. And we've seen some of our Chrismon ornaments today, so we invite all the youth and all the children to stay today until 2 o'clock for this nutritious, healthy lunch and to work on the Christmas ornaments. And then we also want to say happy birthday again to Miss Fritz, who's a beautiful 90 years young, 
and there is hot uh, cupcakes and cake back there right after church. We'll eat again because that's what we do, okay? There is no church council today, and that's all I have. Also, tomorrow, it's Mary's birthday. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, she's going to be 30 years old. Um, So, uh, if we want to sing happy birthday for her. And for it. Because it's also her birthday. Friday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Mary and Fritz. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Woo! Yay! If everyone would please remain standing and sing hymn number 496 with us, Burn in Me, Fire of God. Hello, I'm the leader today. Y'all are the people. Let's do this. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. 
But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one. You do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? In the scripture was fulfilled that says, Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. And in the same way was not also Rahab the prostitute justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out by another way? For as the body from a part from the spirit is dead, so also from a part is dead. Just think of me as the oldest and creepiest youth up here.
seems like all I could see was the struggle haunted by ghosts that lived in my past bound up in shackles of all my failures wondering how long is this gonna last then you look at this prisoner and say to me son Stop fighting a fight that's already been won. I am redeemed. You set me free. So I'll shake off these heavy chains and wipe away every stain. Now I'm not who I used to be. I am redeemed. I'm redeemed. All my life I have been called unworthy. my shame and regret but when I hear you whisper child lift up your head I remember oh God you're not done with me yet I am redeemed you set me free So I'll shake off these heavy chains, wipe away every stain. Now I'm not who I used to be, because I don't have to be the old man inside of me, because his day is long dead and gone, because I've got a new name, a new life, I'm not the same, and a whole will carry me home. I am redeemed. You set me free. So I'll shake off these heavy chains and wipe away every stain. I'm not who I used to be. I am Set me free. So I'll shake off these heavy chains, wipe away every stain. Now I'm not who I used to be. Oh God, I'm not who I used to be. Jesus, I'm not who I used to be. I am redeemed. Thank God, redeemed. Hello, everyone. Uh, today, I come to talk to you about how Christ changed my life in about a year. It started back in eighth grade when Kelsey asked me to come to her church, but that was just the beginning. When I started coming here, I felt so welcomed by everyone, even Julie, our youth director at the time. I just could not feel any more happier that day. And then that same year, I was reborn in Christ, and it does, it, most people think that's the end of their journey, but it's just the beginning. It means you give up your life to Christ, and it's just when you become a servant, and you have to do even more works for him. 
uh, our theme, well, not our theme, but one of the lessons at our uh, church camp in Florida was that we have to be of our comfort zone sometimes. And that week just after our youth camp, I went to Kentucky Changers, which is a group that goes around Kentucky and helps people with their homes that maybe not be able to do it physically or financially. And I don't like that kind of work, being out in the hot sun, just <laughs> in jeans. But I felt like Christ called me to do it. And I thought I would hate it the entire week. That would be an awful week. But I met so many new people. And the homeowner that we met, we all changed her life. She was, she was so broken because she was so paralyzed. And just by showing, letting God flow through us to show his love and his glory, it just showed her that she doesn't have to be afraid of this physical world, that she, that she can be saved and have a reservation in heaven where she can have a new youthful body, walk, and just be in peace for eternity with our Lord and Savior. And, I mean, this is still just the beginning. I probably have a long life ahead, maybe. And I, I hope that I can follow Christ's plan for me and just... Uh, read his word every day, pray to him, just have a, maintain a great relationship with God. And doing this has changed my life for the positive. Sure, there's negatives, but the negatives aren't, the negatives are easily put away when you have God on your side. I mean, everybody knows the phrase, with God on your side, who can stand against you? And that's the negative that wants to stand against you, but it can't. God is... God is too powerful for it. And I just pray that for anybody who hasn't accepted Christ yet, just do it as soon as possible because your life will be changed on earth and you'll have a reservation set in heaven with our Lord and Savior for eternity. Peace, tranquility. Who wouldn't want that? I just thank you. Please stand and join us in singing a song called If We Are the Body by the Casting Crowns.
Our dear Heavenly Father, we, de- we dedicate these offerings for the work of the church, and we ask you to use all that we have and are in your service. Amen. Good morning. We are so grateful that all of you have come to join us for our Youth Sunday program. I'm Kelsey Dunham, and I'm honored to be your pastor this year. Let's just take a minute to think. Think about your last vacation. Think about your last time just getting away and going. Well, today, I'm going to take us all on a faithcation. All of you just thought, what's a faithcation? You'll see. Don't worry. So we're going to go boating. We're going to build a fire. We're going to take a tour of the town. And we're even going to go to a concert all today. I'm your faithcation guide, and I'm going to start us with our scripture. James 2.14. It says, What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have the works? Can such faith save him? That's a good question. What good is it to have faith but don't have works? So to even begin to have faith, you have to be a follower of Christ. To even begin living and finding that relationship with him, you have to be a follower. You must be committed to him. 
Galatians 2:20 20 through 21 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. He gave himself for you and you and you. I do not nullify the grace of God, for if righteousness were through law, then Christ died for no purpose. Christ did not die for no purpose. It's our job to do the works that he has for us, that are pleasing to him. We need to do that in partnership with having our good faith, our strong faith. Living for God. You are a follower. You are a follower of Christ. When we go to Florida, our pastor Wayne Hudson said so many times, I'm sure we all got tired of hearing it, but he said, keep on pursuing. It's probably bad that we got tired of hearing it, but it's so true. You have to keep pursuing that relationship with Christ. You have to keep growing and pursuing your faith. There's always room for more. Like Colin said, this isn't the end for any of us. This isn't the end for no one here. We all, we all have room to grow. Are we ready for our first activity? We're going boating. No, we're not going speed boating. We're going row boating. All right, so we're all in our boats. We have our life jackets on. Don't worry if you can't swim because your lifeguard walks on water. All right, so somebody's volunteered to have one paddle and somebody volunteered to have the other. One paddle we've named Faith and one paddle we've named Works. Well, Works is a little bit too tired to row right now, so we're just going to use Faith. Well, we're going in a little circle. We're just going in a little circle. We're having fun, but we're going in a circle. There's no point. We're not getting to where we need to go. But now Faith's tired, and Works has decided he's going to work. So we put Works in the water. He rows. He rows. We're going in a circle. It's the opposite way, but it's, it's still a circle. <laughs> No point. We're not doing anything. One of us has that great idea. Why don't we use them both? Why don't we put both faith and works in the water? Since they work together. Look at us. We're making our way across the river. Faith without works is useless. Why would we have the two paddles if only we're using one? Why would we have both faith and works if we're only going to use one or the other? So now we've made it to our island. We're hungry. We're Baptists. We're ready to eat. But we brought marshmallows and hot dogs. So what do we need? We need to build a fire so we can roast our marshmallows and our hot dogs. So after we all get dry, we've parked our boat on our little island. We're ready to eat. We go and we separate into some groups. Some of us go find the boat because it floated away. Some of us are going to get the sticks and the wood. And we're ready. We start rubbing together our sticks to ignite the fire. Well, that person that's doing it by themselves can't do it. A few of us have to step in and help. We help to ignite the fire. The fire that ignites. So we've got our little flame, but we have to blow on it to watch it grow. We're all fire blowers. All we have to do is one little, and our fire just grows and grows. We're all fire blowers for ourselves, for others, and for God. We have to keep the fire ignited in each other, and we have to keep the fire ignited for our God. Our fire is dying down. What do we need? We need that one person to step in and help the fire grow. Faith without works is useless. And Christ did not die without a purpose. We've got back in our rowboat. 
We grow back with faith and works. A few of us fell out, but we got back in. No big deal. And now we're ready to take a driving tour of the town. So we go and we see our brand new car. And I know what all of us thought. Look at the engine in that car. That's what some of the guys are thinking, but nobody else. (laughs) So we see our brand new car. It's a nice car. And the engine, I'm sure, is nice. But that engine has no point. It's useless, really, because the car's not on. That car can sit there all day, do absolutely nothing. But we need to find the key to start the car. We've locked the key in the car. We've lost the key. But once we find the key, we start the car, and we watch the car just begin to come to life. The car now has a purpose. The same with us. No, we don't have an engine inside of us. But we do have the Holy Spirit just dwelling inside of us. He has, it has no purpose in us until we find our key. Yeah, we lose our key every now and then. But, I mean, it all, you have to find it. So when you find your key, you begin to do God's work. You begin to live for the Holy Spirit inside of you. That's the ignition. It's allowing yourself to do what God has for you. You guys wouldn't want to go to county or north or south every day. Most of the days we don't want to go, but we have to. And really, we wouldn't want to go to your jobs every day. But you have to go. We don't want to sometimes, but we have to. It's what we're called to do. It's the same with works. It's doing what you're called to do. You can do something at work. You can minister to that person walking down the hall. Say that encouraging word. You can say that, we can say that at school. We can find that person who's just having a bad day doesn't know what to do. It's just the day's useless. And we can help them. Just because I'm 15, we range in age from 13 to 22. But we, ha- we can all do something. Now, I know nobody here is over 29, but at 29, we can even do works. You have to find the way that you work best. It's the same Holy Spirit in me as it is you, as it is in the youth. It's the same Holy Spirit in us all. We all do our works different. Some of us do missions. We do mission trips. We go help others. Colin went and helped people build their houses, repair them, their houses where they live. A group of us go to McCurry County, and we build a house for someone in need. Even the Shaw ministry that we've had here, those people appreciate that. That's a work. You're doing God's work. Working with the kids. I know my mom, Mary, and Virginia do a great job with the kids. And Virginia's stepping up and helping with the youth. Nobody asked her to do that. That's what she was called to do. And Tim Hall, him singing with me whenever me and Sarah did our Redeem performance, that happened today. We asked him today. He did a work. He helped us. He didn't have to. He wanted to. What do you want to do? What has God called you to do? Did you listen? Or did you just let it pass on by? So it's our last night. It's the night. We're ready. We're ready to go to our concert. You walk up and you see the two big buildings, people filing in. There's two concerts. And you get to choose which one you go to. You get to choose. So you can go over here. You can go to the Fleshly concert. It's pleasing you. It's what you want. You're so excited. 
It's everything you've ever wanted. It's just everything in one building. The music, the people, the food, everything. Or you can go over here to the heavenly concert. You can go and please God. You can do God's works. You can go and hear God's message for you. Just think which one you want to go to. Luke 9:23. He said to all. He said to us all, not just me, not just you. He said to us all. If anyone meaning you and you and me and the youth if anyone would come after me let him deny himself take up his cross daily and follow me all we have to do is deny ourselves how hard is it to not be selfless or to be selfless sorry How hard is it to be selfless? You're living for God, the one who died for you. It's easy to deny yourself, to live for him. Why wouldn't we want to? Why wouldn't we want to deny ourselves the things that we want for the things that God thinks we need? Romans 8, 5 through 6 says, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on things of the Spirit. For to set your mind on the flesh is death, but to set your mind on the Spirit is life and peace. I don't know about you guys, but life and peace sounds a heck of a lot better than death. I mean, you might have a different opinion, but I think we all agree that life and peace sounds a little bit better than death. And all we have to do to get life and peace is deny ourselves. Deny ourselves of the things that we want, the things that we think we need, and live for our God, our Savior, the one who went and died on the cross for us and do his works while we're here living a life that we don't deserve, I think it's easy. So you you made your mind up on the concert and you went and you had fun no matter which one you chose. You had a blast to either one, the fleshly or the heavenly. But at the fleshly concert, you had fun for the night. You got nothing out of it, really. You had fun for the night. Or you went to the heavenly concert, and you're filled for life. You had a blast that night, and you'll have a blast forever. Our faithcation was about finding God. It was about getting that recharge for your God. The youth group does that once a year. We pack up. We get our U-Haul. We take our 10-hour drive down to Florida. We had a blast. We had fun, personally. But our God was at the center of it. We all enjoy ourselves. We all enjoy ourselves when we're in Florida. You all enjoy yourselves whenever you go on vacation. Is God at the center of it? Is it what God wants? Are you listening to your God? I'm going to leave you with this. When's your next vacation? When are you going to get away and do something for God?
ask that you please stand and sing with us our favorite camp song from this year. It's talking about all things new. You can come broken and weary, battered and bruised. Your God's going to make all things new. Please join us. Lord, we thank you for bringing us all here today. We pray that we would remember Kelsey's message throughout this coming week and allow your word to be present in our lives. We ask you to give us all safe travels as we each leave and keep us safe until we gather again. Amen.